0: When you think about well-being, where do you go? Do you think of me time, massages, swims in the ocean, time out? Okay, that was just my me time. <laughs> but what does it mean to think about the well-being of your entire family? Jackie Jones is the founder of Gratefulness, and that's great spelled G-R-E-A-T. It's a program that empowers children in primary schools. She's also developed an online course for parents. Hi, Jackie. Welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. So if we're going to look at wellbeing for the whole family, what exactly does that look like? I think the most important thing is um, for mums
1: and dads to be role modelling their own self-care wellbeing within the family. So you mentioned, um, you know, going for massages or time out. I actually call it time in. And we've sort of developed a family routine where we all have our own time in, in the afternoons. So we go into our individual bedrooms and I do a meditation. The children might read a book, um, but just building it into the family routine. So they recognize the importance of having this
0: downtime. How old are your kids?
1: I've got a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old.
0: Okay. Because when you said that go, they go into their own rooms and do their own thing, I was thinking, mm. I wonder how old they are. I've got a six-year-old and a four-year-old. Right. And uh, yeah, he's not going to stay. <laughs> he's not going to stay in his room, but I like the idea of that role yeah. modeling. Yes, yes. Because I do attempt to meditate in the mornings and yep. um, my children do disrupt me every single morning. And right. so it's nice to think that even if it's not quite the practice I'd like, they can they can see that I'm doing it. Exactly. Do you, so that's you right. see that is quite influential.
1: Oh, that's right. Um, you know, you've probably heard the saying monkey see monkey do. And kids are great imitators. So I think if we, if they just watch us doing this, we're sort of planting seeds um, in their minds around, oh, this, this must be good for you. And, and my um, own children have seen, I, I guess, a change in me from many years ago. My stress levels have decreased. Um, I don't worry as much. I'm a lot more easygoing. And that's because I developed my own um, meditation routine. So now I'm trying to plant the seeds in there. You know, that that this is really, really good for your brain. And I think it's also about having um, everyday conversations around your mental health. We all have no hesitation in discussing our physical health, you know, what's good for us, what we're eating, diets and things like that, Um, and just
0: making that a daily conversation with your children as well. I really like that idea because Mm. um, I can see that it's something we we probably, you and I probably didn't grow up with that sense of our mental health, but nor did our parents know how to Mm. look after it. So mums can be very good at putting themselves last. Yes. You mentioned meditation and even that part of um, it's still a doing, yes. isn't it? I it mean, is. it's a great it thing is to doing. do, but it's a doing activity. How do you feel about just resting?
1: Yeah, do resting's fine. I do. I do rest. <laughs> I do absolutely rest. I'm a big believer in resting. Um, what does resting look like for you, though? Uh, do lying like? down flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. horizontal. Brilliant. A horizontal position. Um And I guess I do, when I'm resting, I automatically go into a meditative state now. So mm. it's just about slowing things down in your brain. So it's such a healthy thing to do because we've got such busy minds that it's nice to have that downtime or the rest time. And you don't even have to call it meditation, just having that time just to Create some space for yourself because our daily schedules are so packed with activities and getting from here to here
0: and in Sydney all the traffic and there's so much stress that it's nice to just um, have nothing to do. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Jackie Jones. She's the founder of Gratefulness, and I'll spell that for you. It's G R E A T. Gratefulness, So we've been great. And we're talking about um, building the mental health of your whole family. And Jackie was just mentioning the impact your own um, time outs or time ins, as she calls them, can have on your children. Jackie herself meditates, but it could be anything. Um, do they actually have to see you doing it, Jackie? Because I'm thinking of the times parents might go out for a run or Absolutely. to a class of some sort, yes. is that still okay or do they have to actually yeah, witness it? I, no, I think that's fine
1: and, and again, having those conversations about what's good for your health, what's good for your mental health so, you know, I explain to the children when I'm teaching, our minds are like a big filing cabinet, so we really need to be aware of what we're filing up there um, and it comes down to little things like, um, you know, if they're playing violent games on their iPad, that's all being stored somewhere, so um, just having conversations about what's healthy for your mind. Um, a good example, my son came to me the other day and he wanted um, a new game downloaded. And I know that I've read that it's quite a violent game. And I said, no, I really don't want you But be, oh, my, all my friends have got it. And I said, you know what? I You've got a beautiful mind. And as a parent, it's my job to try and keep it like that. And if I don't want you with guns and knives and all of those things, because I don't think your mind or your brain is ready for that yet. And he went, he looked at me and he went, okay, mum. And he totally got it. So he hasn't asked for the game. I know, he hasn't (laughs) asked for the game since. So I think it's about that openness about having that conversation around we've got to keep your mind healthy.
0: What about self-talk? Because I know personally, even though I'm very well aware Mm. of the research behind how we should at least be kind to ourselves, particularly as mothers if i can go through a day and then look back and go wow i wasn't very kind to myself today i know how do we try to teach our children not to fall into that habit of negative self talk mm.
1: so when i when in my program i use the analogy that we all have an inner critic and an inner coach And our inner critic, if you can imagine that inner critic is like a person walking behind you and just constantly at you, you're hopeless. Why didn't you do that? Oh, you've stuffed up again. And it becomes really loud, that inner critic, if we keep paying attention to it. We've also got this inner coach, which I think, I believe, is to do with our intuition. And it's the nice, kind voice that says, you know, if you give it a go, you might get better. And it's the encouraging, supportive um, voice that's within all of us. So... It's about trying to um, not ignore the inner critic or just saying thank you for sharing (laughs) and then turning your attention to what the inner coach has got to say because so often we ignore. The inner coach is there whispering, but we ignore him or her. So it's about trying to tone down the the volume of the inner critic and and tuning into what the inner coach has got to say.
0: Do you think children, even young children, can speak negatively to themselves, like I, I wonder sometimes. Absolutely. if it's something we well, develop. It's human, yeah, well,
1: it's human nature. So it's uh, we're, humans are built with this negativity bias um and it goes back to evolution that we were in these constant states of um, fight or flight. You know, if we had a saber-toothed tiger coming to attack us, we had to be alert, we had to be ready. So we've basically built we're hardwired with a negativity bias, and that means, All of us have this and we have to try and overcome it. And it can be overcome because I know, I feel like in the last few years, I've actually rewired my thinking because I started to pay real genuine attention to the thoughts that were coming and going and noticing how many of them were negative. And then once I accepted what was negative, not necessarily saying you must go and fighting that negative thought, just accepting it and letting it go. And then eventually replacing it with something more positive, something that's going to work for me. It's got to be realistic, though. It can't be a complete, you know, fantasy. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> I was just thinking of um, even this morning when I was dropping the kids off and I, I was running late as usual. Um, we're never actually late, but it feels like we're always yes. running late. Yes. And I was dropping the kids off and my son had been crying because I forgot his water bottle. And um, he w- he was going to be somewhere where he could access water. It wasn't yes. the end of the world <laughs> in his term of his safety. Yeah. Um, but I, there was just one moment where I thought, you know what, actually, Chef, you've done a really good job to get this far. It's Thursday morning. You're still going. You've been doing this every morning. Since awesome. Right? And, awesome. You know, yeah. And it's the first time I actually said something nice to myself, like, good so on nice. you. You're yep. getting there as yep. opposed to, oh, I'm running late again. Oh, I got his right. bottle. and
1: That's right. And we give ourselves ha- such a hard time as mothers. And, you know, like we're juggling so many balls. It's about just saying, all right, letting a few things go as well. Um I read a book recently, um, and it's Elizabeth Gilbert, Big Magic. Have you read that?
0: I've heard of it. But I haven't read it Really yet.
1: great. And she writes a piece in there about perfectionism and how we've just got to let this idea of perfect go because it's just non-existent. It's like she explains it as a hamster wheel that's just going to eventually run us to death. So I think once we accept that there is no perfect, that we're just all doing the best that we possibly can. Um, that's a really good sort of pat on the back and being mm. kind to ourselves, just saying, you know what, nobody's perfect. I'm doing the best.
0: And it also kind of opened the door, and this is going to sound really silly, but it opened the door to doing things differently. So mm. while my son was having his meltdown and I felt terrible about it, I said, look, I know it's really sad. Do you know what? And then I remembered I'd forgotten my coffee cup. So I said, <laughs> you know, Mommy forgot her coffee cup, and Mommy's really sad about that. But you know what? I've got a lot of things to remember. You need to remember your bottle and Excellent. I said to my daughter, you need to remember your homework. You yep. can't do everything in the that's morning. It. That's That's right. I've said that to them. They're four and six. Yeah, so that's good. We're a team. I always say, come on, we're a team. We've got to work together because
1: sometimes it feels like you you are, like herding cats. It's, it's <laughs> yes. impossible. Yes. So it's like always having that conversation. We're a family. We need to work as a team to get this
0: done. Okay, I'm going to doesn't start always, more of that conversation. Be the coach. <laughs> I'll be the you coach. the whistle. <laughs> All right. Well, look, um, are there any red flags we should be keeping an eye out for with in terms of our family? Some parents and mothers in particular can be quite self-aware. Mm. We can know when we're starting to go downhill mm. when we need to give ourselves a bit of time out. We yes. might keep pushing through, but we yes. tend to know when something's going yes. a bit off kilter. How can we be um, aware of when our kids are like that? But I think in particular our partners, because mm. we're quite focused on our kids, but often we're like, you over there, you're an yes. adult, you look after yourself. yes.
1: yes. I always, you know what, um, we're being given these bodies and we ignore them. We ignore the signals we get. And it's about having that, a conversation, not only, you know, with your kids, but your husband, that your body starts sending you signs long before your mind will sort of Click into. I'm hungry. I'm tired. I'm stressed. I'm feeling anxious. My mind's overthinking. You'll get signs. You know, your heart might start racing. You might get knots in the stomach. Your hands might start shaking. Any of those things is your body's way of trying to communicate to you that something's something's up. And I, you know, it's really helpful to have a conversation with your children about if you've you know nerves in the stomach is quite quite normal, but if you're feeling physically sick. Obviously, there's something happening in your mind that you might need to, you might want to talk about. Talk to mum, talk to dad, talk to somebody about because that can be a, a sign that something's coming up, that they're anxious about something. And you say something. that to your
0: partner as well. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely won't listen. Well, actually, mine won't. Um, can you give us some practical examples of what we can, we can be doing Um, at home to help improve our family's well-being. You've mentioned the time in Mm. um, and talking to them about how they're physically feeling and that sort of thing. Is there anything else we can incorporate that might be an easy thing to do? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So... um so often we get f- focused or caught up in all the things that have gone wrong during the day, you know, like the, the forgotten drink bottle, the forgotten coffee cup. So what we do at home is have a jar um, and I just put a little label on it, Magical Memories 2018. And every member of the house, every time something good happens to them or they receive a compliment or something nice happens to them at school, we write, down the, write it down on a little piece of paper, pop it in the jar. And then on New Year's Eve, before we go out and do anything, we tip the jar out and read through all the nice events. So basically what's happening is you're trying to encourage your child and your husband or yourself to look for the good, as opposed to always going out and going, well, that happened and that's a mess again. And why is everything going wrong? Um, Making this subtle shift about looking for the good, what's going
0: right. Oh, that's a lovely idea. Jackie, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. That's Jackie Jones. She's the founder of Gratefulness. And if you'd like more information about the program, both for kids in primary schools and also for parents at home online, very easy to do, head to our website. It's kindling.com.au.